It's the Brian and Brian Show, where you can stay up to date with everything happening at the Anderson Country Club. And you might even get a few opinions on current events in the golf world. Now, here are your hosts, PGA General Manager and Director of Golf of the Anderson Country Club, Brian Garrett, and me, Brian Hammonds. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Brian and Brian Show. I'm Brian Hammonds, along with Brian Garrett. It is our October edition of the Brian and Brian Show, which means the weather's turning. Yeah. And the season is coming to an end. Although, right now, the weather's pretty good. It's very good today. It's been very good this week. Um, hopefully, a couple more days we can get this weather. We have our backwards scramble on Saturday. And um, the weather forecast... In- increasingly getting worse day by day so we'll see we'll see what happens here so when when is the deadline how how much longer can we turn in scores for our handicap yeah so indiana's season ends november 15th so you can you're still supposed to be posting scores um you are you know still in season technically until november 15th after that there will you can't post scores in indiana till march 4th first i believe and that changes if you're going to florida you know or someplace warm you can continue to post scores right yes yes you can uh, recently you had a, a ping fitting day here yeah at the anderson Country yeah Club, and you came away pretty impressed with their driver i i did um of course i'm a callaway staffer so i mean i think their products are fantastic and, and fit a lot of people but um we've 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 partnered up with ping um and we had really good i mean fall fitting days are a little they're not the demand for golf clubs is higher in the spring than it is in the fall right but um i was just really impressed with that driver the g430 they're coming out with a g430 10k which is 10,000 moi which is a lot of forgiveness and a lot of um moment of inertia so a little bit more speed um not for everybody but um just really impressed with their their entire line of products and the forgiveness aspect of it. I think it fits a lot of people, so we're we're excited. They put Garrett, um, our assistant uh, Garrett Neeland, he is now on staff with Ping, so they've made an investment in our club, and and we're we're excited about um, you know that vendor partnership uh, going forward because I think I think they've got some good products for for all all players. You say the driver's not for everybody. What type of player? Well, would the benefit? new one, the new one will be a high launch, you know, a guy really needs to, it's not game improvement. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to put it in that bucket because I, the older I get, the more help I need getting the ball <laughs> airborne. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, I mean, for a guy who, who really needs help getting it up in the air, um, you know, I think that, that, I haven't hit it yet, and I haven't seen it, but it, it's coming. Um, but the current 430 G430 G Max is awesome. We sold a bunch of them that day. It was very impressive on that tee um, from what I saw. As far as ball speed, forgiveness, um, I thought it was really good for a lot of players. Not just, you know, eight handicaps, seven handicaps. I'm talking 12, 15, and up. It, it's it's good. Now, you're, you're As you mentioned, you're a Callaway staff guy. You know, the Paradigm driver was off the charts. I mean, they sold a bunch of those. What What's – I mean, I'm sure they, they come up with a driver like every year. What's on their drawing board now? <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I don't know what's on their drawing board now. I imagine usually these, these – like, so Paradigm was more carbon in the back, right? So, I mean, they tied a lot of their technology together. And it is hot. There's no question about it. The Paradigm driver was hot. It creates, created great ball speeds. Probably not the most forgiving driver in the world, but very, um, you know, very, very hot. So this next iteration will probably be, okay, so what was Paradigm? 
and what was its weaknesses and how can we improve on that, right? So you have revolutionary technology, which I think would be like paradigm or if you go back in the day of SLDR, right? We have really high face forward, you know, create a ton of ball speed, let's launch the ball in the air. And then how can we make it better? Well, the SLDR was really harsh feeling, right? So they try to make it feel a little softer. And then they come out with something else that's new, a new technology story to tell. So with with Callaway, it's going to be probably more um, trying to improve what was weak about Paradigm, which I would probably say is get that sweet spot a little bit bigger for, for, for the masses. Um, but I don't know. They keep that stuff under tight lip. Uh, what exactly they're all working on. So um, I know it's going to be called, I'm going to go ahead and say it, it's called Smoke, AI Smoke. So it's going to be gray and black. I haven't seen pictures, but it's going to be kind of neat. So I like the name. Yeah. I mean, Paradigm. Cool. I think I'm going to see weird, it in a couple but... weeks here, but I don't, I don't know that the Paradigm name continues. I'm not sure. Yeah. It, it, I don't think, it, I don't name. know if it does. Yeah. I think it's just AI smoke. Smoke is good. I like that. Uh-huh. And I think the color scheme is like smokish. So grayish and charcoalish. Leave yeah. it, leave it to Callaway. Cool. Yeah, it'll be fun. Well, with the weather turning, obviously we're sitting in here in the simulator room. We are. This is going to get very popular pretty quickly. And you've got an open house coming up. Yeah, we've got a couple things coming up with simulators that, that I definitely want to touch on. We have a, on Thursday, November 2nd, we're going to have a simulator open house. And basically what it's going to be is we're going to have, you know, butler past hors d'oeuvres. Uh, there'll be a cash bar. We'll do a little bit of demonstration. You'll be able to hit some balls on it. You know, there's only two of them, so you know you'll have to take hit a couple balls and then you know give other people a turn. But and then I'll kind of go over, you know, how they work, uh, the technology piece of them, how to book them, how much they cost. I think there might be some confusion out there about how much they cost to play. Um, there is a charge for them, um, but we so the charge. I'll, I kind of clarify that for those that can't come to the open house, but we're going to charge twenty five dollars an hour, right? So if you have four guys in here. or two ladies, whatever. It doesn't matter how many players we charge by the hour. So basically the club's going to sell time on the simulator, right? We can split that up amongst however many players are on, right? So let's say me and you and two other guys are playing. We got four guys. It's probably going to take us about three to four hours to play 18 holes. Well, let's say we're getting around there pretty quick, right? It takes us three. It's going to cost $75. We split that up four ways, right? Or somebody can pay the whole ticket, whatever. But so it's not per man or per person charge. It's per hour. And you can obviously split that with your friends or guests or whatever. So I, I know that there was a little bit of confusion. I'd heard like, well, man, it's 25 bucks every time you play per person. I'm like, that's not really accurate. It's really based on time. You know, it's we only have two of them. But um, you, you can split that ticket up. And, I mean, I think that, uh, you know, good players that, that can get around set it up for 10-foot gimmies. I think they can get it done under four hours pretty easily. Yeah, we talked about this, I think, another, in a previous podcast. But you can also use these to for fittings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you'll be doing that? Yeah, we can do that. Um, I haven't booked anything yet. Um, I know Titleist is interested in coming out and doing a fitting day on our Sims. I know other clubs have done them. Um, we would have to uh, – we, we, de- we definitely can. Yeah, for sure. Um, we would have to put some some spots on the clubs to get really accurate club data. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I mean, absolutely, and I think you can you can certainly like I played we played nine holes on it last week, just a little three man scramble. It was super fun. It gives a, it gives me what I you know my like my seven iron launch and spin numbers are pretty much the same on here as they are outside, outside huh. right? So like or like if I take my launch monitor outside, I'm going to get about 
you know, 58 to 6,200 RPMs with my seven iron, depending on the, the, the spot I hit it on the club face. And, and the launch is going to be around that 20 to 21, 22 range. Right. So it's about the same. It is the same. I, I trust the reading is what I'm saying. I'm trusting what is I'm seeing on the screen, uh, inside as much as I trust it outside. And then you can see the ball fly outside. So they're very, very good. They're fun. We've had some, we've had some play in here, a little bit of play in here. Um, obviously, we've had to calibrate them, and, and the staff is we're still kind of learning them. But yeah, they're going to get very popular when it gets cold and you cannot play outside. These things are going to, these things are going to, they'll be in demand. Well, you've already got a league being formed, right? We do, we do. We are halfway home too to get filling that league. So starting November sixth, and we need to, we need to probably get a few more teams here. But we have sixteen of our thirty-two. We're gonna have a Monday and a Thursday night league. It'll be one league, but you'll be able to switch pick which night you want to play. Uh, we'll have a six a a six p.m. start time and an eight p.m. start time. Nine holes, two person scramble. There's no handicap involved, but we do have handicap restrictions on building your team. You have to have at least ten combined index so if you add the two indexes together it has to be 10.0 or higher and you play a two-person scramble 10-foot gimmies will make the courses easy 10-foot gimmies oh yeah well you'll you'll want them when you <laughs> the putting is uh interesting let's put it like that um but um yeah so we're we're still signing up teams for that and i, I suspect we'll have you know we'll get that thing full both monday and thursday and then on monday since the club is closed we will open the kitchen for like you know appetizers and sandwiches and pizza and stuff like that on on monday in the bar and then thursday um obviously the, the club's open so the full menu will be available but monday and thursday night football is why i did that there's gonna be football games on those nights so i figure why not let's just have guys in you know gals and just have a little you know party in here every thursday and monday and thursday night so it's, it's i'm looking forward to it um i'm not looking forward to the cold outside um, but I'm looking forward to to getting the simulator started here at our club. They're going to be they're really really cool. You know, I, I saw something the other day that it kind of irked me. It's nine hundred dollars oh now to play <laughs> TPC Sawgrass, and then I saw a list of of how expensive golf is at a lot of these other high high end courses. You know, like uh, yeah. Harbor Town mm-hmm. and places like that. It's it's almost getting out of hand i know golf is more popular now than it's ever been because of covid mm-hmm. but my gosh they're they're pricing people out of it it is and they, it's you know it's a market you know if, if tpc sawgrass can get 900 dollars a player and that doesn't include cart by the way nah, i mean i don't know what it includes should include everything uh but you know it's it's a it's a you know it's a, they're they're selling space on the golf course and if they feel like they can get 900 dollars for it Bless their heart. I, I would say this about it: there are about twenty other places I'd rather play for nine hundred dollars than TPC Sawgrass. That's just my my personal feelings on it. Um, the only holes I want to play there are by 16, 17, 16, and eighteen. 17 and 18 <laughs> I right? mean, it really um, it just doesn't do anything for me. But um, you know, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it's good and it's bad. It's it's all the things. You know, golf is popular. Uh, companies are spending money to entertain their clients in golf. Um, you know, there's more people in the game, so I think people are investing investing more of their time and money into the game. So that just raises the price of everything. Um, you know, golf's not immune to that, so you're going to see that unfortunately continue across the board. Um, you know, so which for, which courses would future. you play a premium price to play? Uh, yeah, I can see Pebble Beach. Pebble okay, Beach. People, yeah, okay, I mean, I'm going to spend six fifty or whatever it is at Pebble Beach. If I'm going to Pebble Beach, I'm going to play them all. I'm going to play Pebble Beach. I'm going to yeah. play all the courses out there that you know. Even if I could get on 
Cypress Point's the real exclusive yeah, you, one. That's you, almost like Augusta National. Yeah, that's yeah, that's probably out of my scope. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think Pebble. Um, I am I am a fan of like I would love to go pay play Bethpage Black. I don't know what it is about that's that only golf like 50 course. Bucks. I know <laughs> it's a state park golf course, right? Like, I mean, I would love to go play there. I'd love to go play. I've heard tremendous things about stream song in Florida, and Florida too. is not exactly my favorite place in the world to play. But um, I think stream song sounds fabulous. Um, I've heard a lot of people talk about band and dunes. Mm-hmm. If I'm spending my own money, band and scares me because of the weather situation. I don't want to go play and like I wouldn't want to go play. I would go play Kiowa, but man, you know how much how. I, it blows 30 miles an hour on the ocean out yeah. there all the time. Yeah. Like that doesn't, and that's already a hard golf course without wind, <laughs> like, you know? So, but yeah, I think stream song is probably on my list. Uh, band in pebble beach, obviously I think would be fantastic. I would love at some point, I don't know when it, if, or if it'll ever happen, but to go to Scotland and play St. Andrews, I think that home of golf, yeah. I think that'd be fun, um, fun to do. I don't know if that'll happen for me, but, um, yeah, I mean those are some those are those are spots like I like Beth Page Black. I love to play there. I love to play Wingfoot. I like to play Oak Hill. Like some of those traditional, you know. I'd like to go over and I and I'm going to at some point here because Tom Harris, who was the pro at Delaware, is now the player development guy at NCR, and they right. say NCR is freaking awesome. That's just right over here in Dayton, right? right. So awesome. Um, you know, places like that. Like, I'd like to go play the the Scarlet Course, Ohio State. I played the Warren at Notre Dame. It's That's that place really is awesome, yeah, yeah. guys. If you haven't played up there, you need to drive up and play it. It's so freaking good. A lot of the places you mentioned you want to play, it's not about cost. It's about knowing somebody. You're not gonna, yeah, like, Oak Hill and yeah. yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, well, along those lines, you know, again, we're talking about the weather turning yeah. here in Indiana. If you're trying to put together a, a golf vacation this winter where are some of the places that you would recommend and not and not paying nine hundred dollars to play sawgrass i tell you what for me i want to take if i'm going somewhere in the winter i want to take the weather out of it so i'm going to go as south as i can right like i'm going i think we all know that there's this like line in florida somewhere where the tropics you know it becomes tropical and then it becomes you know basically this the southeast where it can be cold and windy so i think a quiet place and it's not quiet at all, but a, a sneaky place to go play in the winter is Miami. I think there's some good courses there that you can play that are not going to knock your socks off. Uh, you could go to Miccosukee. You could go to uh, uh, oh, what's it called? Crandon, Crandon Park out on Biscayne Bay. Mm. There's some courses there that you can play, and they're not going to not going to totally knock your socks off. It's good golf. It's a good place to just go play golf. I don't. You can do whatever you want with South Beach, but I would go there to play. Um, I think I have not been to Stream Song. Now I know that's going to be a little bit pricier because you have to take a caddy, and, and it's that's it's more Central a, Florida. It too, is, yeah. but it's warm enough there, right? Uh, for sure. Um, but anywhere Arizona would be good too, because I don't. I mean, I think there's a lot of golf courses out there, and you can get it can be pretty warm. Now the mornings can be a little little cool, but right. um, I'm not trying now. If in the spring or like right now. Like I think a great place to go is like just the RTJ courses down in Alabama. Mm-hmm. Like Capitol Hill's fantastic. It's right just it's just north of Montgomery. Mm-hmm. I think it's Prattville. They have three good co- they have three golf courses. All of them are great. Um, that's a great spot. You can go stay at a Hampton Inn and play golf three days there all day. 
I mean, those that's a good spot. Um, what do you think about Myrtle Beach? I've never been. Believe it or not, I've a lot never of go- been. a lot of golf there, oh, and yeah. it's and it's good golf. They yeah, a lot of really good golf courses, and it's pretty affordable. Yeah. Um, well, there you go. Yeah, Myrtle Beach. Myrtle Beach. Oh. When can you now? Is January playable there? January, February. Yeah, it's going to be fifties, fifties, sixties. Same with Hilton Head, which I really like. Yeah. Um, but it's it, and that's getting pretty pricey at a lot of those yeah. places. But uh, but but again, this time of year, this time of year, it's nice. But in a few more months, it's going to be fifties yeah. and sixties. Yeah. But uh, I always think January. I like if you can go. Like if if I had like if I if I could just go whenever I wanted, I got school age kids, but if I could just go whenever I wanted to, I would probably go south the last two weeks of February, maybe the first week of March. That's when I would be wanting to be playing a lot of golf, getting ready for golf season here. Sure. Right. That's when I that that would be the pre the peak time for me for me to go as far as trying to gauge the weather here. When it turns, you know, you get back first week of March, you can probably start playing, but you might have to wait a couple of weeks. It's not so bad. Um, I usually go to the PJ show in January and play. So I play, and then I don't play again for another month and a half. Now I will have simulators to play and hit balls and whatever, but there's something different about playing. So You know, a lot of people, though, when when winter comes around, they just put their clubs away and they don't play again until spring. Yeah. For those people, what can they do during the off season? To, Conditioning wise, to uh, to improve their swing speed, to get to get fi- uh, better physically, getting ready for the next season. Well, I really appreciate you asking me about fitness because just look at me, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, look, I mean, if 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 you want to keep playing, if you have the, if you know, not everybody wants to play in the winter. Some people are f- totally fine with shutting it down Labor Day and coming back. Memorial Day, and that's totally fine. We I understand the game's a, rec- a recreational game, and and that's that's totally understandable. But if you're wanting to continue to play, and you've got it, you've got a itch for the game, or you've gotten reconnected with the game, or or just you know whatever the game's got you, and you want to keep playing. I mean, and you want to try to get better. Obviously, keeping swinging on simulators, uh, outdoor. Um, hitting bays, that's always great. It's hard to go outside. I don't care how hot how hot the heaters are when it's four degrees outside that's just miserable <laughs> i don't care how good the heaters and blowers are hey, you not, can say 40 and I'm yeah <laughs> i mean it's it's but you know anytime you want to continue to increase flex you know your flexibility yoga is i think is probably awesome for golf right like if you have back problems or anything like that yoga is always going to be something i i would say especially for golf it's going to keep you your breathing good it's going to keep you flexible keep your muscles pliable all those kinds of things so you know obviously swinging nothing is better than swinging the golf club right but yoga at the same time um is going to keep you very uh is going to keep kind of keep you in that in that sense of uh thinking about golf thinking about golf swing i think yoga is a really good op- option for exercise namaste namaste you're a you're a big sports fan do yes where 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 is your interest right now pacers colts for me i'd I'd say at this time of year colts 60 percent pacers 40 percent and that'll change as the season progresses but where's your interest probably flip mine around 60 Pacers, 40 Colts. Really? Mm-hmm. Because the expectation level for the Pacers is probably different than the Colts? Well, if you had to ask me, would you rather the Colts win the Super Bowl or the Pacers win the NBA championship? I would say the Pacers win the NBA championship 
a hundred times out of a hundred, regardless of the fact the Colts won, you know, 13 years ago, however long ago, it's been a while now. Um, I've just been a Pacers fan for a long, long time. Uh, you know, they were good in my high school years. So that my formative years, the Pacers were, you know, Reggie Miller was the guy, right? So I would say that is probably my thing. Obviously, yes, the Colts are super, they're great for the city of Indianapolis. And, but I, I it would probably be more 50-50, but now that I know – the Colts aren't going anywhere this no. year. I, I mean, you, they're, they're going to be some competitive in a lot of games, and I think they, they've got a good coach, and I think that they're, I think they've, they're prepared to play every game outside of that Jacksonville game last week or two weeks ago. But I think they're, I think they're on the right track. Um, but the Pacers, I think, are, are sneaky. I think they're sneaky. Yeah. Now, are they going to win the NBA championship this year? Probably not, but – they're going to be fun. You're only one or two injuries away from them being in the fight. I think they're going to be a top. I think they're going to be solid. And I mean, I know they played the Wizards last night. They're terrible. But yeah, but they're a playoff team. They are. And I think they could be a five or and, six. And, and I think that they're they're trending upward, right? Like they're going to get better. They're they're not. Their window's not quite open yet, right? To do some damage. So right. yeah. Yeah, and I think they went about it the right way. They, you know, they didn't really call it a rebuild, but that's what they did. Yeah. Well, they, I mean, how uh, they, they got younger. Every, yeah, when yeah. they got the trade that for yeah. Tyrese Halliburton, that changed everything for them. Yeah. I mean, it, it sent their their trajectory on a different. Which is the a great thing about the NBA, but also kind of sucks, right? Because it's hard to get those guys to Indiana, but you're not going to. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's just hard. So they got. I want to say they got lucky. I mean, obviously he was a good player at Sacramento, but. Getting him away and getting the ball in his hands exclusively, I mean, I think we've all seen, like, wow, this guy is special. And he's a good dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's oh, great. He's great for the community. And I, you got to take your hat off to the Pacers brass because they really had a nice offseason. Sure. I mean, and it's, so, it's got to be frustrating to be a general manager in Indiana. Yeah. Because, like you said, the free agents aren't coming here. No. They're going to Miami. They're going to L.A. Yep, they they want to go to New Miami. York, they're going yep. to Chicago, wherever. Mm-hmm. They're not coming to Indy, yeah. but they've had a good offseason with Ob Toppin, and they get mm-hmm. Bruce Brown, and they, yep. you know they've they've really added some nice pieces, and they're going to be a lot of. You score 143 points, I don't care who it's against. Yeah, uh, they're, they're going to be fun to watch. They're deep. Yeah, they're good. They're going to be a lot of fun. I'll be I'll be going to some games, and so my interest level that yeah, I mean right now, I've just been kind of sour on professional golf just because. I mean, even at the Ryder Cup, I mean, they, they not only did they get beat. The worst part about that is just the noise coming out of the. You know, guys not get guys getting paid. And I'm not buying whole, that. I'm not buying the hat. Doesn't fit. I don't think so either. I just, I it just it just reeks to me. It's, uh, you know, th- these guys all have plenty of money, and they're they. I mean, and and, and who am I to tell anybody how, what kind of decisions to make? But it's it's infested professional golf, and it's just hard for me. I mean, it's hard for me to get excited. I, mean, I used to listen to the the podcast guys and I was really into it and you know I, I was into you know what was going on with the tour and now that there's a clear you know live his here and PJ tour is here and you know I'm just I don't know it just it doesn't it doesn't trip my trigger as much I'll get pumped up for it in the lead up to the masters um and obviously the PGH and the, the major season but once that's over it's just hard for me to Hard for me to get into it, man. <laughs> no, I agree, and it, it's. Uh, I think Liv is here to stay. I mean, oh, yeah. and, you know the whole merger thing, and it's really 
wasn't a merger. It was more of a working relationship. And now the, the Saudis have come out pretty much in support of Hamas. Yeah. Uh, yeah that we, probably we, throws a wrench into that. Nobody's talking about that, are they? Uh-uh. So uh, that's got to throw a wrench into that whole yeah, nobody's negotiation. Talking about that. And uh, so, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what the future of professional golf is. And, and although I did, I did see something that there are seven offers out there from invest investors, and one of them is from the guy that owns uh, professional bull riding. Mm-hmm. Uh, he owns uh, one of the wrestling, yeah, prof- you know, and he's a billionaire, and he's got an offer into the tour to mm-hmm. kind of take the place of what the Saudis were going to. Mm-hmm. His pockets aren't as deep as the Saudis, but he's got deep he's pockets. Got, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. Private equity. Yeah, what the tour does. That's probably what the tour is probably going to have to do if something yeah. can't be agreed upon. And, and it's, you know, the bottom line is, is that money is, it's Saudi oil money. It's royal family money over there. And now that we have a conflict over there, Lines are going to be drawn again. Oh, yeah. Nobody's talking about it. Yeah. Nobody's, you know, nobody's. I'm sure Brandel Chambly's talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we'll see, you know, if Liv gets any more big-name players to go over there because that money's still green. Did you see the the team ceremony, the team? Um, yeah, the team golf just doesn't. Well, the, they when they won, who what was the team that won? I don't know. I don't either. I think it was it DeChambeau. was Deshambo. Deshambo was on that team that won, and um, they had a stage and they yeah. had all these people in that I'm sure were either paid or incentivized to be there, and they had these fireworks. I saw pictures of it on. I'm going to call it Twitter. Um, I'm like, that is literally staged. There's a stage that they're on, right? This didn't happen on a green. This happened on a stage. I'm like barf <laughs> right like I, who and who is watching this seriously who is watching this yeah. and then the whole ploy i guess there are people wanting to buy the teams yeah um i'm sure they are yeah i'm That's sure bubba I'm watson sure. says that he's had several offers for oh, yeah. whatever his team is named yeah uh-huh yeah. sure taylor gooch a guy that you wouldn't know at all playing on the pga tour won 35 million dollars this year on the uh in live golf so good for him yeah <laughs> never i mean he's he's set him and his you know the future generations are set up so good for them anything else you want to bring up on this uh october edition i don't think so man just kind of you know kind of a tough time of year for i mean it's great for it's it's good and bad you know it's it's good i'm, I'm getting to spend a little bit more time at home and spend more time with my kids and, 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 and wife. And, and that's all great. Um, obviously, but it's also sad because golf is coming to an end outside and it's, it's the heart. It, and, but it's also great cause there's plenty of stuff on TV like football and basketball and you know, all that starting. So that's kind of fun, but it's, it's kind of a bittersweet, um, time of the year for sure. So, well, we'll keep our fingers crossed that we get some, uh, some Indian summer days. We've here. had some mild winters lately. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we have another one because the more mild the winter, the earlier we can get started in the spring. Amen, brother. Well, that'll do it for this edition of the Brian and Brian Show. For Brian Garrett, I'm Brian Hammonds. Join us again next time for the Brian and Brian Show.